Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's time once again for your raw review. This is your raw review for February 21st, 2022. And tonight we officially are on the road to WrestleMania. We have put Elimination Chamber in the rear view, and we are now six weeks, 40 days to be exact as of the time of this recording until WrestleMania itself. And tonight we had ourselves a pretty, pretty good show. So we kicked things off right away with uh, our cowboy Brock Lesnar, our new WWE champion coming out. And he didn't get much of a chance to speak because a surprise on our 1500th episode of Monday Night Raw, Paul Heyman comes out, begins to do his intro before Brock cuts him off. (laughs) And he informs Paul and the rest of us that he will be traveling to Friday Night Smackdown to talk to his WrestleMania opponent, Roman Reigns. So this should be a lot of fun. Brock and Roman at WrestleMania. Winner take all, title for title. But Heyman has a little trick up his sleeve anyways. He informs Brock that Brock might not even make it to WrestleMania as champion as he has to defend his title in March. I believe not this weekend, but next weekend in Madison Square Garden itself. So that should be very interesting. They said it against Bobby Lashley, but from what I remember, Bobby's out for the next few months due to shoulder surgery. So who knows who he's gonna who he's gonna face? But Brock has to defend his title, so we'll see if he makes it that far. Pretty sure he will. But never say never. This is WrestleMania season. This is the WWE, and more crazy things have happened. That is for damn sure. (laughs) But kicking off our in-ring action tonight, tag team action as the Street Profits took on the Alpha Academy. Fantastic match between these four. I really need to see these guys facing one another more often. Uh, There were many times where I thought the Street Profits were going to take this down, but uh, Montez Ford showing some ridiculous strength, picking up Otis. It looked like he was about to body slam him, but at the last moment, Otis's weight was just too much for him. So Montez Ford falls backwards, but he's so close to the rope. Chad Gable's on the other end, and he holds down the foot and does not allow Montez Ford to kick out, giving the Alpha Academy the win. It's always nice when the champs win a non-title contest (laughs) on a regular television show. I'm all for that. We need to see that more often. But... Uh, I love what Alpha Academy is doing. Chad Gable has been on the biggest role I've seen in forever, and his catchphrases are amazing. The whole thing is just fantastic. So I look forward to seeing what happens with them going forward. Obviously, as Raw Tag Team Champions, they will be defending their titles in two weeks as of right now against RK Bro, but there were some interesting things that happened. Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens have contacted the upper management and said that since they beat uh, Alpha Academy, uh, I'm sorry, in RK, bro, they feel like they deserve a title shot. So they made a match tonight where 
if Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins defeat Rated RK Bro tonight, they will be added to the championship match two weeks from tonight. But that's our main event. Before that, we have more action here as the Dirty Dogs were in tag team action against not only Tommaso Ciampa, but the returning Finn Balor. Now, I need to see um, Team Abs, uh, which is obviously Tommaso and Finn. Uh, I need to see them wrestle more often together because absolutely outstanding matchup. Um, this also leads into tomorrow night for NXT 2.0 as we will have Champa versus Ziggler one-on-one. It's nice to have Tommaso back on Raw. And it's also nice to see Ziggler go down to, to NXT. It gives them both a chance to shine in different areas. And I've always been a big fan of Ziggler being uh, a singles competitor. So we'll see what happens. But this match, obviously very competitive between these four gentlemen, three of the four being former NXT champions. Uh, Ziggler honestly being the only one who hasn't, which is kind of strange as Ziggler's won so many championships otherwise. Uh, match was fantastic. Champa gets the pin on Robert Rude. Ziggler clearly not happy about this, but obviously we'll see what happens as this leads towards tomorrow night's one-on-one match. After that, we went to Miz TV. Now, ever since Elimination Chamber, there's been rumors flying through about who Miz's tag team partner for WrestleMania is going to be. And in all their WWE ways, they trolled all of us so hard tonight. Multiple references to Cody Rhodes's old gimmicks and even Miz stating that, you know, his partner was from a fighting family, uh, you know, and that he's has dashing good looks and it just, it fueled that fire. Everybody had a clue. It was probably not going to be Cody, but it just, that small chance was absolutely insane, but his partner is not Cody Rhodes, but Logan Paul, who a lot of people expected. Um, obviously, this was universally <laughs> upsetting to a lot of people, unless you're an AEW fan, and then you were very excited at this fact because it was not Cody. <laughs> um, so as Logan Paul is introduced, um, obviously, Miz is having Miz TV, and the Mysterios interrupt and come out. When Logan Paul comes out, he jumps Ray. Dominic and the Miz start fighting. So we're already rolling into WrestleMania season. Good times. We'll see what happens. Um, Logan Paul just better put in the work because uh, he's got big shoes to fill uh, when it comes to uh, what Bad Bunny did last year and Pat McAfee and Ronda Rousey. So he's, he's got, yeah, he's got some big shoes to fill. Hey, it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios' premier wrestling podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. 
Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. We then got another vignette for Veer. This man is still coming. It's been six October, and this man is still going strong. It's insane. It's insane. We then had another rematch in the women's division as uh, Rhea Ripley took on and defeated once again Nikki A.S.H. We then had singles action as the United States champion Damian Priest took on Shelton Benjamin uh, while they're in South Carolina. So this was a home event for Shelton. Uh, Shelton still, uh, I think he's 46, still looks phenomenal, still moving around like he's a young spring chicken. And while he puts up a good fight, Priest ends up getting the victory. Uh, And then Damian Priest issues an open challenge for the United States title, and he wants a world heavyweight contender type opponent. And who answers that call? But Finn Balor once again. So next week, we'll have Damian Priest versus Finn Balor for the United States Championship. And I would honestly, at this point, not surprise me if Finn takes this title. I don't know. Ever since he had that first loss, it feels like he's really cooled off. Um, The crowd was not a big fan of him tonight. I'm assuming that was because they were probably cheering for Shelton because it's a home hometown thing so that's kind of understandable but we'll see what happens um after that uh, i saw some bit of news that wwe once again has rehired drake maverick this time for a backstage role um doesn't seem like he'll be wrestling anytime soon which is fine uh, but it's nice to see him brought back to the company uh the, the man's a genius so it's at that's a good that's a good pick so hopefully they don't let him go once again um, after that, we had some 24 seven championship action, uh, as actually first Reggie came out, uh, and invited the former champ Dana Brooke, uh, and apologized, uh, for how he acted, uh, last week. He just, he, you know, championship stuff just, you know, got into his brain and that's all he could think about. And he didn't mean to do it. So what does he do? He calls for a ref. He lays down in the middle of the ring and he has Dana try to pin him. Uh, and I say try because he <laughs> kicked out twice in a row uh, at the two count, obviously, just, just to further draw this out and to probably get Dana more riled up. It worked uh, because Dana then decided to uh, <laughs> just grab a hold of Reggie and plant a huge kiss on him. And of course he did that. She did that with his shoulders pinned to the mat. The ref counted to three and Dana Brooke once again is your 24 seven champion. After that was over, then the whole crowd of people started running down to try to chase after Dana, after Dana and Reggie once again, went back to his defending ways and 
in fighting them off and then they took off together so this is literally the weirdest love angle that i've ever seen in wrestling <laughs> Uh, I don't know where this is going at all. I, I'm a little intrigued by it, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not hating on it. So, yeah, as the old saying goes, we'll let it play out. We'll see what happens. After that, uh, Bianca Belair went into the ring, instead of talking about her WrestleMania opponent, uh, Becky Lynch, uh, will be fighting once again for the Raw Women's Championship. Of course, you see Becky's name enough times, she ends up appearing which he did as well. Uh, and the ladies, of course, had uh, some great barbs going back and forth. But that all led into the, the next match, which was Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop. Uh, while, again, another rematch. But these this was a good, good match. Um, major props to both women. Uh, Dewdrop making Bianca Belair look like a billion dollars. And Bianca Belair obviously doing it for herself as well. Um, the strength that this woman has is just ridiculous. The KOD that she delivered to end this match was spectacular. Uh, it just, yeah. So I'm looking forward to this match. Um, this could go one of two ways. Either Bianca beats Becky in 25 seconds, or this is like a match for the ages. I mean, it's between two of the women who won the main events of WrestleMania for the first two women's matches. So I'd hope that this is a ridiculously long match and we end up figuring out who the winner is going to be. It should be Bianca, but it wouldn't surprise me if Becky if Becky won. <laughs> um, after that, Edge came out to the ring and once again had one of the greatest promos about WrestleMania that I've ever heard. This man is like top notch. Like he's almost next level when it comes to doing promos uh, in WWE themselves. There's not many that can come anywhere close in all of wrestling itself. I don't think there's, there's many people that are in the same room as him. Um, but he states that he, he issues an open challenge to anybody in the back for WrestleMania. He's like, I need somebody to step up and fight me at WrestleMania. Because at WrestleMania, I'll make you live forever. So naturally, this brought many comparisons of who this might be. Um, the whole live forever thing reminded me of Damian Priest when he was in NXT. But since that character's kind of changed, that kind of goes away. Um, somebody brought up another thing that this could be Cody. Um, this could be AJ Styles. Honestly, I would be happy with any of those two choices. Or who knows? But either way, this is going to be a great match with Edge. Uh, whoever steps up to the plate. And then we went into our main event, our main event of the evening, that tag match that I spoke about earlier was RK Bro versus Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. And again, if KO and Seth win tonight, they will be added to that tag team championship match in two weeks. And lo and behold, Seth and Kevin Owens work together like peanut butter and jelly. It just works so well. We they take out Randy on the outside, then deliver a stunner stomp combo to Riddle to get the pin. And now we have a triple threat match in two weeks as the Alpha Academy will be defending against both RK Bro and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. So Seth and Kevin have a chance to find their way into WrestleMania. Will they win? It wouldn't surprise me. 
we'll see. But honestly, that is the show tonight. It was a good show. I mean, had some some hopes, you know, because it is the 1500th episode of Raw. I expected maybe maybe a surprise or two. Um, Logan Paul not being that surprised that anybody wanted. <laughs> um, if Cody has signed, who knows when he'll show? Um, obviously, it'll be before the show, the, before WrestleMania itself, I would assume. If not, it'd be the Raw after, um, which would be still kind of huge. Um, but we'll see. But guys, thank you so much for listening. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on YouTube as well as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much anywhere at Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. Uh, if you are listening to one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. Though. You can do all your one-stop shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from Above the Ring. Again, my name is Scott. I am the voice of Beth, um, the man behind the Twitter of Above the Ring. I am Vince's voice of reason and the Nostradamus of professional wrestling. Thank you so much for listening, guys, once again. Most importantly, though, please do not forget to ship it and join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.